I got a doozy of an opener here for you. If you had to give each of the four of us, so uh, the Case and Bunt boys, you had to assign us to like a finger on your hand, what would it be? Like what would uh, what would everyone be on their fingers? Brady, I'll start with you. Oh, what a weird question. Oh my goodness. Uh, I, I, I got to be honest, this one came straight from the brain. Like this wasn't like one that I stole from somewhere. Um, it's no time. This is, this is uh, yeah, this is straight off the dome, so. Did the uh, several lawsuits we have make that happen? We figured we'd Brady, be original for once. Brady, Brady our, uh, our law team told us that we can't uh, we can't discuss that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. On, 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 on Sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah cut, cut in the post. Um, Ryan yeah. Matthews would be the middle finger. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't to, I don't have to explain it. Uh, not the oh, what if we? What if we? What if we say for the uh, for the um, for the openers? No, no explanations. Okay. Just, oh, just okay. go with your gut. Okay, Keish. I will explain this one. This one. Okay. Keish, uh, ring finger because I love him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus. And then, and then Aiden's Aiden's a good old dad, so I'll give him the thumbs up because dads do that. You <laughs> <laughs> see, he's a thumb. <laughs> okay, oh, uh, I'll throw it, I'll throw it to Aiden. No, okay. wait, what about you? Oh, me? I'm, I'm, I'll be the, the what index. You got? Index player. and pinky one? Yeah, there we go. Um, pinky. Okay, so I'd say, uh, Keish, you'd probably be my middle finger. Um, okay. I'd say I'm definitely like my, th I, I don't know, I'm in between thumb and pointer finger. Um, Okay, so actually, I'm going to go with pointer finger. Brady's got to okay. be the thumb. And Ryan, I'm going to go with uh, the pinky. Oh, pinky. Ryan. No, 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 it's not. It's not. It's not. I can't. Rent. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I can't. I can't explain why because of the rule that we have. But trust me, it's a good reason. Since Brady explained one, I'll let you explain one of your four. That's okay. That's, the, that's new. We make it up as we go. Here. So the pinky, because it it's like the most logically. Um, I'm trying to think of the way to explain this. The most logically uh, useful fingers to have on your hand, like having a pinky is so useful. I remember I, thumb. I busted my. Well, he's not. He, he, who no, I'm not. Brady was the thumb. You like Isn't have that the to, best. Opposable thumb. Um, what? I remember I, I busted my pinky and I like it was on my right hand. And I'm like, oh well, you know, thank goodness. If, if any finger, I'd want it to be my pinky because it was like one well, of the things fucking useless. I that was sucks. like daft. I was like just an idiot for for like two weeks while my pinky healed. It was bad. All right, Matthews. What about you? What do you got for uh, assigning the boys a finger? Aiden's for sure the thumb. <laughs> yeah okay 100% thumb it looks like a thumb too oh my god my oh. neck did my neck did in that picture that Ryan had <laughs> yeah yeah Keish yeah, uh, would be the pinky because he's the smallest and Brady be the middle finger because he's the most boisterous and what are you that's, that's right. me uh, pointer right. finger the most useful okay <laughs> Um, so for, for me, I, I agree with Ryan. I went pinky for myself. 
Aiden, I have as a thumb. Ryan, I have as the middle finger. And Brady, I have as the ring finger because I love him. Dude, so I'm a big... Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, scared. I'm a big <laughs> thumb guy, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> You're just a You're thumb, just a thumb okay. dude. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how no, that's okay. I understand it. I think Brady's explanation was pretty spot on. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to make it a good thing. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It's funny. It's funny. All right. All right. All right. All right. Everybody, ah, welcome okay, back. Okay. Welcome back. Case and Punt boys are back. And look at that. The regular season's over, just like that, for the uh, the NFL. Um, we did three episodes. Hey, just like season. that. Uh, it wasn't without a few hiccups, you know. Um, definitely a season to remember or forget, depending on who you are. <laughs> Shout out to me. Shout out to me. Shout out to Quiche. Um, this is this episode is going to be more so a wild card weekend preview, and then we'll do our season in review. Um, after the season's all done, we can reflect on uh, regular season and playoffs, and just see how everything turned out, how our award predictions panned out, who was the most spot on, who was most spot off. But this is just going to be a playoffs preview. I don't know if we're going to do this for what every is round. Off. What's spot off? <laughs> Oh, spot on, spot <laughs> off. Spotify. Off the damn spot. Sponsor us. Oh, did we just have a Shakespeare reference in a case Ooh. and pun podcast? Are you kidding me? No, I think it's out, out, damn spot. Yes, it's out, damn spot. So, no, I'm just an idiot. Keish <laughs> yeah. well, was spot off when he said Cleveland would go undefeated and win the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> Man, I said ten and six, and what did they go? What did they go this year? But that was last year. You can't just say stuff. Yeah, but like I, I you know, it's, I it's think, case and pond. We're always a little bit late on things. I think that one yeah, day eventually early. the Browns will win a Super Bowl at some point. Yeah, good, good prediction there. Thank yeah. you. It's a hot. Um, it's a hot take. <laughs> so I hope no, the league no. shuts down next year, and they just like they just don't have the chance. <laughs> I don't. I'd rather, I would I'd rather that happen. Yeah. <laughs> Set our own league. Um, so without further ado, we're going to hop right into it. Going in order. So, so we've got Saturday's game. Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills. And before I hand it over to Quiche, because he's got the reins on this game, my father is very upset that he cannot go to the first home, home playoff game for the Bills in, what, over 20 years. He said it would have been just absolutely sold out with bills mafia and really 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 loud and would have been a good time for buffalo to finally get that home playoff atmosphere but alas they must wait at least another year that's too bad yeah that's uh that's damn unfortunate like that would have been that place would be bumping oh my for god a home playoff yeah. game like bills mafia is something else but it's bumping it's bumping when they suck yeah can alone. you imagine when they're good yeah, Josh right. Allen throws a 90-yard bomb. Can you imagine that place? Like, it, what is it? New Era Field now? Is that what it's? Is that what it is? Sure, Ralph Wilson for me. Oh, it's, uh, I think it's just Bill Stadium. Um, who knows? Bill Stadium. Uh, yeah, they would. Uh, that place would be going nuts. Brady, am I good to start talking about this game? Yes, sir. So we have probably pretty much two of the most opposite quarterbacks going head to head here. We got old Philip Rivers who can't run versus Josh Allen who is just a, mo- a young mobile quarterback. Um, obviously in terms of QBs, there's a clear advantage. Josh Allen is an MVP candidate. Philip Rivers is 95 years old. Uh, I actually do like Philip Rivers Jesus. quite a bit. Um, uh, so like, I, like, I, I'm chirping him a lot, but I do, I do like Rivers. Uh, he was the first quarterback I ever used in any Madden game. So shout out to him. Um, 
don't ask why he was 99 overall and like Madden 10 on your iPhone or iPod. So, you know, shout out to him. Uh, Josh Allen, obviously, I think one of the best quarterbacks this year, top three quarterback uh, behind Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. you know, uh, end of the definitely season. Definitely number three. It's De- definitely, definitely number three. But like, you know, the, the season he had compared to the season he had last year, although last year he was still good this year, he proved he's, he, you know, he's in that top tier quarterbacks. Um, you know, with Rodgers and Mahomes. Not as good as them yet, but, you know, he's in there. Um, In terms of the running backs, though, Jonathan Taylor, this guy came on so strong at the end of the year, and he finished with almost 1,200 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns on the season, only fumbled once, despite getting 232 carries on the year. So he's going to be the key for the Colts. If they can get Jonathan Taylor buzzing like he's been in the last couple weeks, the Colts, the Colts, uh, like, they need to rely on the run game. But... The other guy that they have in their offense is T.Y. Hilton. Again, a terrible season for T.Y. Hilton standards, but same thing as Jonathan Taylor. He picked it up towards the end of the year. He finished. He didn't get 1,000 yards this year, but on 93 targets, he only had three drops and a couple big weeks late late on in the season that uh, you know got the Colts some key, key wins and pushed them to 11-5. and five. Um, Obviously, Bills have Stephon Diggs, who is, what, the top statistical receiver in the – in this year just by pure numbers not by not by averages by pure numbers um he has the most yards so that's uh that's something he was an absolute animal and i think him and josh allen work really well so for me i'm taking the bills in this game it's not you know not an interesting not a fun funny line or anything like that um the bills are the favorite i'm taking them josh allen stefan diggs i think they're gonna throw all over the colts defense it's a lot of talking should we all do like a prediction or uh... yeah let's do that yeah it's always fun for that specific game yep yeah bills are bills are colts i think that's i think it's gonna be bills i don't think it's gonna be particularly close either should we should we do scores and just see like how how wrong we are yeah yeah let's do it all right uh i'll go bills 35 to 17 Aiden. okay that's good I'm okay. So mine's a little bit different. I'm actually going to go 38 to 10. I don't think it's going to be a game. Um, I'll go 40 to 13. I, I should specify for the bills. Bills winning the bills. 38 to 10. Aiden's like, yeah, you know, I'll throw out a score. That's like, you know, a decent <laughs> blowout. Brady just gone. <laughs> Love that. That's everybody. Uh, wait, did Ryan give his score prediction? No, I didn't get to give mine. I thought he was first. <laughs> Brady, that's everybody. No. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I think it's going to be probably, uh, well, it's Bills winning for sure. I just don't know how much. Well, that's the question. I think it's going to be more of a game. I think it's going to be 28 to 21 because okay. the Colts defense is good. They're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. decent. I like Darius Leonard. And he's, he's there. <laughs> he's there. He's definitely there. We'll see. But yeah, that's. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be closer than people think just because it's a playoff game and everybody everybody plays hard. But yeah. This is it. coming from Ryan, who two minutes ago, literally two minutes ago, said, I think it's the Bills and not by, not, it won't be particularly close. So <laughs> yeah. I just want to, want to, yeah, he had to think that. about it for a second. Yeah. Right. Next game, 
the four four forty p.m. game is the Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I personally have this as one of the most likely upsets of the weekend. I think because um, you never know with Ramsey and Donald on the other side. But I won't steal this person's thunder. Also, I have no idea who's doing this game. Aiden, is this you? Uh, no, it wasn't. But I can <laughs> I can talk about it That's- for a little bit if you want. And do you want to take Rams and Seahawks, or would you rather have Ravens and Titans? If you guys want to hear me talk, yeah, and I can. can Did you say Ryan or Keish? Well, Keish did the first one. Oh, okay. Um, I'll take uh, Titans. I'll take the Titans game. Okay, well, I I can talk a little bit about this one if you want. Um, So I think you already kind of outlined the matchup, but it is going to be a really good matchup. You got to look at the. Uh, LA Rams secondary against Seattle's passing attack. That's going to be the storyline for this week. And I think regardless of where Jalen Ramsey is on the field, he's got a matchup for him because if he's playing on DK Metcalf, you got to watch Tyler Lockett who has had, I don't even, I wouldn't even say quietly a good season. He has had an unbelievable season this year. What what does he have over a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns? Touchdowns, he, I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah, he, he's got he's got just over a thousand yards, a uh, thousand fifty-four, and he, I think he had what ten touchdowns in that one game. So mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's yeah. had quite a season. Yeah, exactly. He set the yeah. franchise record for receptions, and DK set the record for yards. So it's like really cool to have those two receivers setting records in their each thing. Well, and that's and like both separate players. That's cool. Yeah, you got to watch out for that. Yeah. Like it's pretty insane. Uh, but that being said, uh, I almost said St. Louis. <laughs> LA, their pass defense has been no joke this year either. They've had a few players, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. They've had a few players step up really big for that pass defense. Uh, there's a rookie on their team. I can't remember his name for the life of me. Can anyone help me out here? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the roster. I don't even know who the rookie is. Like a corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is it Joseph Day? No, oh, he's a nose tackle. <laughs> No, it's probably probably not probably um, not him, eh? No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna go on this, but they do have, I believe, the first overall ranked defense. So that's gonna be something to look out for. Where Seattle has the 16th best passing offense. Um, it's also gonna be a little bit questionable to see how Wilson does. Um, because in Week Ten when they played LA, he actually had a 57.0 passer rating against LA. Um, and then I think when they played them again in, was it week 15 that they played? Something like that. Sure. Maybe I could be wrong, but anyways, his back half of the season has been nowhere as close to as good as his first half. And he's kind of been on pace for a, um, like what, what's he looking at almost now on the season? Like 10 interceptions thrown, I think. Over that. Uh, like, that's had... crazy to me. Russ has 13. <clears throat> yeah, Russ has 13. Wow, that's crazy to me. But anyways, I think the biggest X factor in this game is going to come back, come down to how Russell Wilson can attack uh, LA's defense. And if LA's defense can keep it up and knock out Seattle's passing offense, then I don't think they're going to have much of a game. Which they um, have. And you look at DK Metcalf, who's just, you know, great year, 1,300 yards. His two games versus the Rams, the first time was 59 yards. The second one was only 28 yards, two catches. So 
talk about someone who probably wants to finally stick it to Jalen Ramsey and um, go off of it. Would that be the? Would one of those be the? Uh, uh, the game where Ty- Tyler Lockett went off is that is that one of them? Probably. Yeah. Oh. So. Uh, Aiden, really quick, is it Jordan Fuller or Tyreek McGee? They are both. Uh, I think it's rookies. Fuller. I think it's Fuller. Yeah. Could be. Um, uh, Lockett had 44 yards the first game and 66 the next game. Okay, wow. So, yeah, this secondary has really been locking these guys down. So, I think Russell Wilson getting going and the uh, receivers need to shine for Seattle to win this. Yeah. Also, Jared Goff still a question mark for this game. So. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up. Forgot. Yep. I think he should be good to go. He looked decent when he was <clears throat> warming up last week, even though he wasn't yeah. able to play. And he's practicing now, but he's still a game time decision at the point of recording on this Wednesday, the January the sixth. So, yes. Mm. Um, they also have Goat Bortles on the bench. So, yeah, <laughs> take that, take that as you will. Seattle has Patriot Danny Etling on the bench and Geno Smith. So, uh. That's good too. <laughs> <laughs> that's something. That's, they're uh, there. Yeah, that's those are names. Those the other thing uh, we talk about, the roster. like we talk a lot about Seattle's passing offense and how Jalen Ramsey's going to do. The other thing to kind of pay attention to is that, like, Russell Wilson's going to have to get that ball out of their ass with Aaron Donald Weckley. coming after him. Like, it yeah. is never fun to have Aaron Donald coming after you. Oh it's no! You be... don't you don't want to you don't want him chasing you down on uh, you know just casually. In. Not really, because he can literally yeah. bench press two of me. So I, I just don't like, want just that. just think about that. Like you throw he him bench and presses two mask. linemen. Yeah, no, yeah, I know true. it's ridiculous. Like that guy, that guy. They, they, just... They're they're going into full, like max protection on passing plays. They have like the two double teaming him with two linemen. They got the running back in there, and then they got the tight end to chip him, and they probably still won't stop him. <laughs> It's so tough, right. and and um, Russell's not one to throw the ball quickly either. He's actually no. just holds on to it way too long. Well, he likes to extend plays, right? And that's like part of his game. So well, yeah, but it's hard to do that when you have Aaron Donald in your face. That's, yeah, that's course. also true, of course. Um, while you guys go on to the next game, I'm gonna have to take a medical timeout. I am uh, losing blood, so I'll be back shortly. Oh, that's okay. Well, <laughs> could could just type that in Discord, but it's all good. It's all yeah. good. Foul on the play. But I hope it's a nosebleed and not another hole or something. Aiden, I got to brag all about right. my battle wounds. I got to get my street cred up in this podcast. Okay, well, um, we hope he's okay. We're gonna send our thoughts there to Keish. Um, let's 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 do a quick little prediction. Uh, Aiden, what's your prediction for the game? You know what? I'm going to have to agree with you here. I think I smell an upset coming. Not by much. I think it's going to be Rams 17, Seattle 13. Oh, I don't think that's an upset, really. Is it? Technically, because Seattle's the higher seed, one of the division. Well, yeah, okay. But like Seattle's defense is nowhere near as good as, as um, the Rams' defense. And, I was. And I, think I was pretty, just I'm pretty sure Jamal that. Adams is is hurt as well. Is he not? He had a shoulder problem. He'll be playing. I'm pretty sure. He was. He played last. Yeah, game. but even if he's playing, he's playing hurt. So like. Yeah, but like playoffs. That's their best player on defense. Never been the playoffs before. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be okay. Yeah, they just inject him full of drugs. He'll be okay. Um, What's your prediction? I I think the Rams are gonna win. 
as well. I think I think their defense is too good, and their offense is just okay enough to beat Cooper the Seahawks. Cup. I don't think they'll go far. Their offense Cooper is not Cup good is enough back. to go far. They are getting back. Cooper yeah, but Cup I don't really trust forward. Jared Goff. I don't really trust him. Well, we'll see. Did you give a score there? I forget if you, you said. That. Oh no, I didn't give a score. Uh, it'll probably be a. Mm, it's tough. I can see Seattle either blowing them out or losing big. Like it's tough. I think I think they're gonna lose, but with the firepower they have, it's you could easily say that oh they're gonna blow them out. So it's tough. I don't know. Yeah. 21, 21 14 Rams. Easy numbers. Easy numbers. And even if golf isn't hundred percent, like you, you still got Cam Akers, Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson to run the ball with. So maybe they maybe they go more that route and kind of attack Seattle's run D. Um we'll see. I I think Mm, lower scoring, I'll say, I'll say a close one, like 17-14 Rams. Oh, by a field goal, that'd be good. Yeah, I think it'll be lower scoring. Um, like with the Rams offense not able to generate much, off might be tossing ducks, and then Rams just stunning the stalling, I should say, stalling the Seahawks offense. But hey, I'll kite out Russell. We'll see what happens. I don't know, like... What- like I would usually say, like DK and Lockett are like good enough to to maybe snag you a win, but your your defense isn't going to get you to the championship if you're if you're them. Yeah. But like they have Jalen Ramsey, who's one of the best lockup corners in in the league, exactly. Um, probably top three. So like that's either Lockett or Metcalf gone. Probably Metcalf, if I had to guess. So is Tyler Lockett enough to offset everything else? Probably not. You never know. They they both uh, both big time players. All right, producer, time to move on to the next game. It's my turn. We got the Tampa Bay Bucks visiting the winner of the NFC East with a what are they seven and nine or something like that? Washington football. What, what, what bullshit that is, eh? Holy no! What a what an what awful garbage vision. Like. Just it just doesn't get yeah. There are seven. It and would nine. be it would be Tom Brady getting that division too. It just would be. That's such a Tom Luck type thing. <laughs> okay, but whatever. Before we get into this game, <laughs> okay, the only reason no, come on. <laughs> the only reason the only reason why they're facing Washington is because the um the Washington beat the Eagles Sunday night to win a division. If the Eagles were able to win that game, then the Giants would have won a division, and I think the Giants would have been a, an easier. Say what you want about. Tom Brady and the Giants, haha, <laughs> really fun. You can't beat them in the playoffs, but you know, 2021, I think it's a different team. Eli is gone, he's on the Kryptonite's gone. Um, I think, even though the, the game was close in regular season between the Giants, I think it's a much better I think matchup. what happened was right. Like, I think Washington was probably by far the best team in that division this year. Uh, yeah, 100%. Like, I agree you you saw you, you saw the Bruce Arians say he's like. Yeah, they're a seven and nineteen, but they're four and one with Alex Smith and quarterback. Like that's yeah. that's not bad. Right? They, had, they had the whole. So like, uh, their defense is playing well. really well. Yes, but again, before we get into the game, something happened in the Philadelphia and Washington team, a game that might have led to a Washington win. We we don't know. I guess we'll never know. But uh, Aiden, why do you think? Doug Peterson pulled Jalen Hurts middle of the game? Well, that's a really good question because I think the answer is obvious. Like 
that he pulled it to get the better draft pick. But I don't think it's as clear cut as people think. So welcome to my conspiracy hour, because I honestly think that there was something from upstairs where Doug Peterson was told to basically pull Jalen Hurts and he might have a chance to keep his job next year. The Eagles haven't been on the same pace that they were when they won the Super Bowl. Since then, it's been like just downhill for them. Like everything has been downhill for them. So the way I see it, Peterson was pretty much going to lose his job anyways. So I'm sure they offered him a hefty lump of cash and another chance to kind of coach Philadelphia um, next year. So they're like, okay, if you do this for us, we'll scratch, like you scratch our back, we'll scratch your back. We'll give you another chance. If you can turn this team around next year, then we'll keep you on. But if not, you're done. So kind of seeing it as his chance to keep himself alive in the league he probably decided to go with the front office. No one's going to blame the front office for a move like that. Of course, everyone automatically blames Doug Peterson, but I'm willing to bet that he got a hefty amount of cash for making that call. That's not a, that's not a too far fetched theory. Um, especially since it just doesn't make sense for the call to come from Peterson and just turn heel against his entire team. Uh, we saw lots of reports of, um, players wanting to go at Peterson during the game. They had to be held back. Um, everybody, no one understood the move. Uh, you can see Jalen Hurts on the sideline shaking his head saying, this ain't right. There's a video of that. Uh, it just really fricked the team over, and no one, not a single person was confirmed to have agreed with that call. So it makes you wonder, was it actually a front office move? to? Because they did move up, I believe, it was three spots they moved up, and they got the number six pick right now in the NFL draft. So, you know, getting a player like Jamar Chase, Mecca Parsons, Caleb Farley, um, Dertan, even uh, Heismanware, Devonta Smith, um, may if one of those players, it, they 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 could be a franchise turning um, player, and they could be that centerpiece, that playmaker that the Eagles are looking for to kind of build their team back. And I mean, maybe they're just looking at that; it's too good to pass up, and. All they had to do was lose one game and get spot number six compared to like a nine or 10 pick. So a big move, it makes sense. And you know, the front office really doesn't care about the team compared to a, a, how a head coach might. So, well, Peterson, yeah, so, Peterson oh. did say, Peterson did say post game that he wanted to reward Sudfield for four years of service with the franchise. Um, but Miles Sanders comes out and says, nobody likes the decision. Uh, Jason Kelsey said he went to Peterson and said like, Hey, what's going on here? And, um, uh, that's such a cop out, man. He got got an explanation, and then he's like, "Okay, well, if that's your call, then that's your call." And he went to go help Sudfeld. Jason Kelsey, big baller. I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, it's he. And, he's and a really good cop out. Like, well, we could want to put him in. Yeah, but you like, I could have played university football for some shit team, sat on the bench. And I'm still not going to be put in 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 an important game just because I was on the team for four years. That's such a cop out. No, you're yes. right. Well, it, hey, it's, maybe uh, maybe Doug Peterson was your coach at uh, Western. You could have could have had some playing time. <laughs> or just or high school. Like they had they had two quarterbacks that are better than Sudfield <laughs> on the bench. Yeah, I I needed Peterson on. Yeah. Uh, Wentz on had a tough ball, year, but he's definitely better than Sudfield. Wentz was also a healthy scratch for the game, so there was no Wentz. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know that either. Was he was he the number one backup then? Yeah. Sudfield would have been yep. 
I feel is the third string. And <sighs> he pulled a Mike Babcock, like when he scratched Jason Spezza on opening night versus the Ottawa Senators in his return. But that's whatever. You know. uh, Mike Babcock also pulled somebody, and uh, Mike Medano, and he finished with finished with what nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine or ninety four games played. Didn't fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. Um, didn't uh, didn't get fifteen hundred. Didn't get fifteen hundred games just because Babcock. That's so scummy. Just because he benched Babco- him, Yeah, Babcock was a scumbag. Scumbag. Don't like go on about him forever. I hate the him. last. So the last thing I'm going to say about like this Eagles situation is that if it wasn't a move that was approved by the front office, why is Doug Peterson still employed? Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a good point. Through the game for them. Even if he thought, okay, even if he was telling the truth, like, oh, I, I owe it to Sudfield to give him some playing time. Like, it just the whole team disagreed with it and it just, it, it's wrecked the team culture and you've made everybody upset and Wentz is out there demanding a trade. Like it's just, yeah, I don't see him sticking around for much longer. If, if the team quits on him, even if the front office likes him, like it, it never works out well. No. Yeah. But anyways, moving back to our little uh, playoff preview here, we got bucks and bucks in Washington. This is another possible upset that a lot of people are calling. And it's it's not hard to see why, because Brady's kryptonite historically is a uh, getting at him, get putting him under pressure, knocking him on the ground a ton, um, really throw him off his game. I guess you could say that about any quarterback, but Tom Brady he lacks one thing: legs. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not he's not Josh Allen. He's not Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, even Aaron Rodgers. Brady really lacks the ability to extend plays. And although he, he's able to roll out the occasional time, I remember last week, actually, he had a really nice rollout uh, touchdown pass to Antonio Antonio Brown. But in terms of escaping a collapsed pocket, <laughs> Brady is kind of like right right down there at Big Ben, and even Big Ben can... He's just a fridge, so like, oh, he's hard to knock him down. Um, So I, I, can, I can see an upset. Um, I am... I am a little worried of that D line and especially Chase Young going, I want Tom right after they won the game there. Um, little sus, but we, we, move, <laughs> we move fast it. And Bruce Arian the next day saying, careful what you wish for, which I think is true. You know, playoff Tom, especially nearing the end of his career. Um, to say Bucks don't win this Bucks win the Super Bowl and Tom Brady retires. Like, you know, we don't know that. Um, you, you never know. So you're playing against a pretty motivated Brady. I I would kind of keep my mouth quiet if I was Chase. Um, I do agree with Aiden. I think it comes from a more Tom Brady is the best. So I I want to kind of prove or I I want to go after the best. You know I think that's where he was coming from. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see how that D line attacks the Bucks above average offensive line. Um, we won't be able to see. Young versus Tristan Wirfs as they're on opposite sides. And Wirfs will be dealing with Montez Sweat, if I'm not mistaken. And good old Donovan Smith will be handling Chase Young. So there might be a lot of uh, blindside hits that Brady takes. So that might be uh, a little scary. But um, other than that, the Bucks should win. <laughs> I mean, um, the Bucks defense, it's not like the Bucks defense is horrible and both sides are going to be struggling, not to mention Washington's offense it's you know it's not the most electric thing in the world they're they're i think they're like they give up the most sacks to any team in the league 
tied with like the Giants and uh, Philadelphia. So it Bucks they are missing Devin White, who's out with he tested positive for COVID. So it is a big loss, but the Bucks still have a pretty good pass rush without Devin White as long as well as a, a rushing D. Excuse me, but. Uh, I think Devin White's probably uh, like he's a massive part. Is he not the signal caller as well? Like that's a big change. Like, I would say Levante, probably Levante David. Levante David, well, the, the nine-year veteran middle linebacker. There, he's definitely the he's a captain of the defense, play caller. You know, definitely the uh, the quarterback of the defense. Um, and this is his first time playing in the playoffs. So I think another thing is like you know, Bucks have a better record, and Washington, you know, the underdog always wants it more. You look at the Bucks team, you look at the last 10, 20 years, the Bucks just absolutely stink the last 10 years. You know, always last, always getting pumbled. Jameis Winston throwing 30 interceptions. This is the first time players like Mike Evans, who is seven years in, or Levante David, nine years in, are making playing in a playoff game. They've never done it before. So I think... Is Mike Evans even going to play? That's Okay, that's another thing. Last week, Mike Evans suffered a hyperextended knee. Luckily, MRIs show there is no structural damage, and he's been fully practicing as if he's going to play on Saturday. So, depending on if the team holds him out and saying you're not playing, he is going to be playing. I, I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be one of those moments where he's like, "Listen, this is my seventh year. I have never seen the playoffs in my life. I'm playing." So, might be a limited role. Maybe not in every single play. Maybe not doing certain routes, but. I think I could see them clearing him and then not playing them if they're like winning by a bunch. Oh yeah, like, like saving I, him for yeah. next week type thing. Hundred percent. But I, I just, I just think competitor that Evans is and how much he wants to win. I think he's going to be begging to uh, to play, and he's going to be a difference maker. So, um, and if all else fails, if Brady's getting knocked on the knee on on his knees a lot, just run the ball. You got a thousand yard rusher. Well, on pace for over 1,200 yards before his injury, um, Ronald Jones just run it down their throats, and you don't, you don't even have to put Brady in the situation where he has to throw pressured throws or he has to get sacked over and over again. Just run the ball. It's just like we're going to do to the Packers next week. Just run the ball, kill them. Um, anybody else have any additional thoughts or straight to prediction? No, you pretty much covered anything. I think we're good for predictions. Okay, Aiden, you go first. Who's gonna... Um, <laughs> rocks, bud. Brady's got it covered. Um, okay, so I'm gonna be a little bit zany here. I think we're gonna see Washington pull up a win, uh, and I think it's gonna be 24 to 17. Okay, Keish. I I hate the I hate the box so so for, 42 to three for Washington no um I'm saying it's like gonna be like a a, a last second walk off field goal by uh, Kiami Fairbairn um trust God, trust way the goat you know maybe set something up with like a fake punt um but I think I think we see maybe 24 21 last second field goal win it for the win it for the football team that sounds You're funny right. uh, I think it's gonna be a Comfortable but not confident win for the Bucks. I think it's going to be like without Devin White. I think it's going to be twenty-eight, fourteen. So not confident, but they were comfortable. 
Yeah, that's fair. I'll, um... And yeah, I think I think all of the probably it's tough to say because the Seattle game could go either way. But if Seattle wins, then then it's likely that the Packers will play the Bucks next week. Yeah, assuming that the uh, the the higher seed wins every game, so the Saints, Seahawks, and Bucks, then the Bucks and Packers will play. So that that'll be a great game if that happens. Um, my prediction: I th- I think the Bucks have gone on a huge hot streak the last few games, facing obviously weaker opponents. But you know that that helps in building that chemistry and really catching on fire. So I think Brady's finally connecting really well with his weapons, such as Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Everything seems to be clicking. So I think they're going to ride that wave and then use the you know, never been here for the, you know, for many Bucks players momentum and um, when convincingly I'm, you know, I'm going to say like 38, 13. Okay. So I respect it. Yeah. And uh, I, I, uh, I think that if anybody plays his own defense against Tom Brady, then they might as well quit because there's no point in playing. At that too, but like you know, it's 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 going to be hard for the secondary to man up one for one on Evans, Godwin, AB, Gronk, ETC. So sometimes they're forced to play zone because they just straight up can't cover that many. They don't have the peep the what's it called? They don't have the. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit of a pick your poison. It's it's death by one shot or death by multiple shots essentially. Because if you yeah. play zone, he's just going to pick pick dink and dunk his way down to the end zone and score inevitably. Or if you play man, I mean, either Antonio Brown or Chris Godwin or Mike Evans is going to beat you eventually. So I think the key for both, for either way, get pressure on Tom, make him make a bad throw, and go from there. All right, next game on Sunday, the afternoon, the 1 o'clock game. we got Ravens and Titans, Tennessee being the the home team there. Uh, Ryan's got this one. Take it away. Yeah, um, I pulled the stats up earlier, and I think – I think that, well, first of all, Lamar Jackson's been playing a lot better in the stretch run, but over the entire season, the Titans have had a better player at every skill position. I mean, Tannehill's outplayed Lamar this year. Derrick Henry is obviously the best running back in football right now. Uh, And A.J. Brown is playing better than Marquise Brown right now. So maybe tight end is the only uh, big difference because I know that the Baltimore tight end is really good, but I just think that the tight end, well, I think the the Tennessee offense is far superior to the the Baltimore um offense and I think that the 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 Tennessee defense can can uh, can handle it. I don't know. It's tough. This is another one that could go either way for me because if Lamar runs for like uh, 120 yards, who knows what happens, right? So, it's tough, but I think Tennessee wins this one um comfortably. What's your what's your score score prediction? Um, uh, probably thirty-one to twenty-one. Okay. Bad. Are we writing these down? No, we're, we're, we're just gonna they're, listen they're over to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> although, <laughs> although we are gonna First have to, listening. we are gonna have to go back, re-listen to this, and then write the scores down so That's we fine. can tell the people about it. That's so fine. Yeah, we, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Whatever. More work for the editors. What's your prediction? Like, uh, what, what were you gonna say, Ryan? I was just gonna say that, like, um, like I know that Derrick Henry was stopped by the well, stopped relatively. He still got ninety-eight yards, but he got 
they were stymied by the Green Bay defense, but Green Bay's offense is way better than um, the Baltimore offense. And so, like, it doesn't really matter as long as Tennessee's putting up some sort of points because the, the Green Bay offense is way, way better than the Baltimore offense this year. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to uh, actually, Ryan, uh, you know, classic you and I, I'm going to disagree with you here. I'm going, uh, I think the Ravens are kind of red hot right now. I'm going to go with the hot hand. They're coming off just an absolute stomping of the Cincinnati Bengals who do suck, but like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a stomping nonetheless. And they beat the giants who also suck a couple weeks ago, but they're hot. Um, so I'm taking, I'm taking Lamar. I think Lamar's going to, you know, show up and, uh, you know, finally show up in the playoffs. And I think Ravens. 34 weird number but i'm just go with it um 34 to to 12 score gami is that a score gami i don't know maybe scorigami as i if, if, if you're nasty yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're nasty. laughs> yeah you're nasty oh my gosh he's um i'll yeah not to mention, I mean, shout out J.K. Dobbins, like 160 yards last week, two touchdowns. He, he's looking good, too. He's no Henry, but, yes. you know, he adds to that rushing attack. So, like, they can actually do the uh, option pretty well with him and Lamar. Because now you got to actually play J.K. So, that. But I don't know. I think the Titans are the superior team. Um They've looked so because it's not even like it's just Derrick Henry. It's you also got AJ Brown and uh, Corey Davis out there, snagging snagging balls. And Tannehill has been great last year and this year. So you mentioned Titans D. So I'm going to go with the Titans and a, another nail biter. I'll say uh, 27 24 Titans. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Titans 38 Ravens 17. Just who asked you? <laughs> wow <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding sorry Aiden, Aiden, do you want to repeat that one more time i was just i just saw red i was a laser and i was dialed in on that so if you want to repeat your uh your score one more time please no i'm okay i'm okay <laughs> okay fair I'm, enough. I'm good i'm good you you can <laughs> no, listen over to this that's that's fair that's fair <laughs> Head, um, wait, real quick derrick derrick henry over under 100 and 75 yards rushing under 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 that's an easy uh, under honestly I, you, you know what if i was calling a titans win i'd take the over but i'm calling a ravens win so i'm uh i'm taking uh, taking the under. no i'm gonna go under. i think i think they're gonna switch it up and they're gonna pass a lot i know that sounds crazy but they did the last couple weeks you, the, 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 key, I know. the key against tennessee is stopping their bootleg if you can if you can stop their bootleg, you stop like their long passes, and that's what they feast on. Like Corey Davis had, or um, sorry, AJ Brown had like eleven touchdowns and like a thousand, a hundred yards on like seventy catches. They're just throwing bombs out there. You have to stop yeah. that if you're Baltimore. Agreed. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see, and we'll see what Henry does. Let's see. If, let's see if they can stop him. Um. Now, time for the game of the weekend for one of our players players one of our hunters what are we called punters, punters no our fans punters. are punters no our fans are punters oh okay yeah okay who, who are we we're the, the punts the punties the cases punt, punt returners no fair the general catch? the general no. managers we're the worst general managers for having four punters on a roster but oh, no no we're, are we the long snappers 
<laughs> this is a weird conversation. I don't know if I like um, this. I guess so. We kind of we we feed the someday. information to the punters. We're the snappers. How about we let the how about we let yeah. the group thumb make the call, Aiden? You're up. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, um, it's a compliment. Yeah, so uh, Chicago well, Bears at New Orleans Saints. Aiden, take it away. Okay, so this is going to be an interesting matchup because as a Bears fan, I'm just happy to be here. Like, honestly. Um, <laughs> Look at us. We're, yeah. we're just happy to be in the playoffs. <laughs> we're loving it. But there are a few interesting things that are going to be going on in this game. Not interesting for me, but interesting for everyone else. Because uh, the Saints have the fourth-rated run defense and the best part of the Bears offense in recent time has been David Montgomery. And by recent time, I mean the last four weeks of the regular season. David Montgomery has been playing, like, out of his mind. Like, and so granted, he's been playing some pretty bad run defenses. But just the way he's been playing, it's like a night and day. Um, Throughout the entire oh, yeah. season, he's actually led the league in most broken tackles. I think he's number two or three now. Um, but that just shows like he's been getting hit behind the line as soon as he takes the ball. It has been a crappy season for him in terms of what he could have been doing. He ended up finishing, I think it was, uh, yeah, tied for fifth exactly in rushing yards with James Robinson. Crazy. Um, I think it was 1,007. But anyways, oh, 1,070. Okay. Uh, so that's not too important, but... I think it's going to be really interesting when you look at it because uh, I believe um, there's going to be some crucial pieces that are potentially going to be out on both sides. So since we're talking about the run defense of the or run offense of the Chicago Bears, we might as well talk about it for the Seattle. Oh my goodness, I am a mess, dude. The New were Orleans you Saints. Say Seahawks. No, I oh I was going to yeah, say Seattle Seahawks. Saints, but. Really oh, weird, oh. but anyways, that's kind of so. That's kind of a dope name. Just of like. course, the entire running back room was out for the Saints last week, but they managed to do it. But I think that was just a good week rest for Alvin Kamara as he came off a six touchdown week. Um, so he's, I think he's going to come back and absolutely light it up against the Bears defense, especially with the way that they've been playing recently. They've been playing like absolute garbage. Like in that game against the Packers, I honestly feel like they were just trying stuff out. Like I think they knew they were going to lose, so they just decided to throw some blitzes there, see what they could do. Of course they failed. Like Rodgers like absolutely tore them apart. But it's going to be interesting to see uh, if that style of defense works against the saints um but some bad news of course jalen johnson who has been absolutely amazing for the bears this season he uh could potentially be out this week and roquan smith who has been like absolutely unbelievable like the guy i'm pretty sure he's third in the league for tackles but has been like a staple for the bears defense uh he is expected to be out for the rest of the season if the Bears are to somehow win this game. Um, of course, he probably won't be playing this week, so that could be really bad because Trevathan is just dog crap in coverage. I almost said S-word, but that's fine. We're going to move on. Oh, there. no. <laughs> oh, I'm going, I'm going next. But um, anyways, I'm not going to drone on right. about this. Uh, no, 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 but like 
I'm I'm not done my piece yet, but uh, I'm not going to drone on about this matchup. But I think it's going to be a really tough game for the Bears, especially with the way that the uh, Saints run defenses and how um, Chicago <laughs> and how Chicago's been leaning on David Montgomery and their run offense recently. Uh, so my score prediction for this game is going to be. Um, Probably, okay, so 31 for the Saints, and then 12 for Chicago. 13 for Chicago. Four, four nope. field goals. Oh, never mind. No, 13 no, for Chicago. No faith in your Bears, the Bears. Bear down. I think it's... Ryan was pretty adamant that he was going to go next. So, Brady, what do you got? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Ryan, what's up? Uh, oh. uh, shut up, Brady. Don't disrespect my friends. Um, I think the Bears are going to win. And I'll tell you why. Um, because of Akeem Hicks, he's an absolute monster on the inside. The only thing here is the Bears have to be able to open field tackle on the in the flats against Kamara because Kamara will not be able to run inside against Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack. It's impossible. It's running through seven feet of cement, basically. You can't do it. Um, I think that the Bears will actually win because I don't think – well, Drew Brees is legendary, but he doesn't have the like the arm talent that Aaron Rodgers still has. Like last last week, we feasted on the secondary. I don't know if if Drew Brees can do that. Um, Kamara's coming off of a COVID scare, so who knows if he's like? Did he have it? Who knows? He, maybe not, but who knows? I don't know. He had, he didn't practice all last week. Who knows? Like I think yeah. the, this is prime for an upset. I think it absolutely is. Fair enough. Uh, Kamara is the entire Saints offense right now. I'm going to uh, piggyback right on you there. Oh, what's your score prediction, Ryan, first? Uh, ooh, I think 28-21. One touchdown, 28-21 uh, Bears. I am um, I'm going to go, it's going to be 28-27 uh, for the Bears. Um. Again, I'm not picking in in my division. I'm not picking one of those teams. I will never support one of those teams. Um, so shout out to the Saints, but you know, kick rocks. Uh, so go Bears. I'm saying what what I say. Twenty eight, twenty seven. Saints tied up late, but uh, missed the two point conversion. Uh, they throw the ball with Drew Brees instead, and Drew Brees sucks, and so he can't uh, can't get into the end zone. Drew Brees doesn't suck. That's just a joke. Although if the Bears. If the Bears do go ahead and win this, I'm going to look like the biggest moron in the world. Well, you know what? Yeah, Not it, really, because I feel like my score prediction is realistic, but it's just going to suck because the three people that aren't Bears fans projected the Bears to win, and I'm sitting here saying that the Saints are going to beat my favorite team. So it's like, oh, Brady eh, hasn't gone yet. If, if the Saints win, it's because I the Bears can't tackle an open space because they're going to be running like to the outside or like short dump off passes to the outside all like basically all game long because mm-hmm. yeah. you can't run against Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack. You can't. Yep, that's fair. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. well we'll see what happens. Um, I'm picking the Saints. Uh, I, th- I I don't believe in the Saints this postseason. I don't think they'll go the distance, but I don't think the Bears are going to be the one to knock them off. I have a chance for sure. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout, but I I don't know. That's fair. Um, and and it's also it's also most likely Drew Brees' last uh, season as a in the NFL. Um, unfortunately, you know his injuries and there's been lots of talk and Sean Payton alluding to it and his teammates and everybody. So 
this might be his last season, and I think a lot of his teammates know that as well. So it'll be so tough to go out, you know, in the wild card, just like um, you know, against against the freaking Bears, just like Tom Brady did last year's last um last playoff. I mean, his last Patriot game against the Titans. You know, it's just disappointing, and I think his teammates want to want to win for him. And you got to expect better from Allen Robinson, who is just on last week versus Jair. And he's got Marshawn Lattimore again. Last time we faced him, he's seven yards and a touchdown, six catches. So see what we'll see what Allen, what A-Rob shows up this time. I'm picking Saints uh, uh, 31 to 17. Oh, that's another thing that I forgot because Jair was covering – Allen Robinson for most of the game and he shut him down. The the times where Allen Robinson caught the ball was against Kevin King. So Okay. Like do do the Saints have a shutdown corner? I know um Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore, yeah, but he's not he hasn't been as good as Jair was this year. So Allen Robinson yep. actually played he had a fantastic catch, like crazy good catch uh, against the Packers last week. He has great hands. He's been playing that. well. Yeah, he he really yeah, has been. He's been nuts. Sure. So, well, it's going to be a good game. Hope, hope I'm cheering for an upset, but just realistically, I think Saints got it. As am I. Also, uh, Roquan Smith did not practice today, so he is officially listed as doubtful. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I think, I think the Bears would need the players that are out to play to have a yeah. chance, in my opinion. I, I, they, I don't disagree. Roquan Smith is so I, impactful. I think, like, I'm not as worried about Darnell Mooney. Uh, Jalen Johnson, I think, is expected to play because he was out last week. And I think... Last week was precautionary, um, but they need Roquan Smith because if they're playing against Alvin Kamara, who is uh, arguably, and I'm saying this because Christian McCaffrey is still a player in the NFL, arguably one of the best pass like running backs in the NFL, they can't have Danny Trevathan, who is a pure run-stopping linebacker, covering him. <laughs> yeah. Like That's we fair. saw, we yeah. saw the way that he played against. Like, granted, he was covering like Alan Lazard for some unspeakable <laughs> reason, <laughs> and and Valdez Scantling on our team. Yeah, exactly. Like some a fucking torch. Yeah, absolutely stupid reason. Like, no idea why they would even do that, but. Like if I'm that's looking the thing. at him, like, I'm I'm just staring at the defensive coordinator. But I think I that's just I think that's the issue. Like Chuck Pagano needs to plan for Roquan being out, and he didn't quite do that because Ro- obviously Roquan got hurt in that game. Um but then Roquan, who is a great pass covering linebacker, as we've seen this year, like he has the ability to jump the ball like a safety. Like it's unbelievable. But Danny Trevathan doesn't. So he can't be doing the things that Roquan is expected to do. So that's that's my rant. That's my TED Talk. Thanks for coming. Uh, Not to mention, really quick. Chicago had both their top corners out, I'm pretty sure, against the Packers. Was I'm like, no, I think, I think Fuller was playing. But oh, Jalen jo- Johnson was Maybe out. there's a lot of corner. I can't remember. Jalen Johnson and Buster Screen were both out. Yeah. So. Yeah, Buster. Yeah, um, Buster. How do we know? Jalen Johnson actually should play this week. By the way, uh, he was limited today, but uh, assuming he doesn't have a setback uh, tomorrow and Friday, he'll yeah, be, that's uh, he'll be playing Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what I was talking about because he was like yeah. precautionary last week. Like that's why yeah. they held him out. Um, 
so he should be okay a, to play. What a steal in the draft for you guys. Oh, yeah. I love him. All right, Brady. All right, last game, Sunday night. Who else can it be? It's the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, one of the better rivalries of the last uh, couple years, at least. Cap. Um, uh, it's not really a rivalry if you always lose. Like I mean, like they fight each other. In the Browns, <laughs> oh, you, you the mean Browns. an actual fist fight? Yeah. And the Browns beat the Steelers, so it's not. It's not like a. Well, okay, crazy. yeah. So the Steelers had T.J. Watt, Ben Roethlisberger, and uh, their top lineman and their top two defensive linemen not playing, and they barely won. So I think I think it's it's. I think it, this is a Steelers game for sure. I was just about to say, Ryan, so who do you think is going to win this game? I have no idea what you're going to say. The, um, Steel- the Steelers sat all their best players and nearly won. Lost by two. Like, that's that's insane. TJ Watt wasn't okay. even playing. When Cleveland's hot, they're hot. <laughs> it's their first time in the playoffs in a long time, so... If you don't think they're going to want to try a little bit, I don't know. I think the biggest issue I have for Cleveland right now is they're missing head coach Kevin Stefanski on the bench. Uh, he is out with coach. He's and a few others, but I think Kevin Stefanski being out is really bad. He's been a great coach this year, um, and so I think that is just going to be too much for the uh, for the Browns to overcome. Um, I think Baker probably panics a little bit, throws an interception or two. Uh, Nick Chubb's not going to get the ball enough because they just, you know, just don't give that guy enough carries. I know he had almost 200 on the year, but averaging 5.6 yards a carry. How do you not give him the ball 36 times a game? Uh, so this I'm is going the Steelers game to pick. I'm going Steelers, opinion. and I'm saying I'm saying it's going to be 38 to 12, uh, 38 to 14. Sorry, we'll go with that. We'll go two touchdowns. Hey, I think the only way Pittsburgh loses is if they beat themselves, which we have seen. Many times, well, they've actually lost a, f- a few games, but like on top of that, they've had some close calls in which they were just beating themselves. They're Deontay and Chase and Juju all dropping passes, and Ebron all dropping passes. You know, Ben just not looking good out there. Um, I think I, I, I trust their defense. You know, their defense has been carrying, and I think their defense will be the one that leads them anywhere. Just if they're going to lose the game versus the Browns, which I don't think they will, but if they do, it's going to be because do it to themselves and then you just allow baker to catch fire with um with jarvis and um you let hunt and chubb just run all over you or catch all over you because they can do both so we'll see yes does this not feel like peyton's last year to you guys like it might not be roethlisberger's last year but his defense carried and they were basically like hey just don't throw interceptions i don't care what you do with the ball just don't throw interceptions and we'll probably win because our defense is good Okay, neither Sean Payton or Peyton Manning are in this game, so I'm gonna need you to uh, to dial in here. You said this sounds like Peyton Manning's last season with Ben, like when Manning just sucked his last year. Like I Ben did. is right. Now. Yeah, oh, he was an absolute liability. Oh, 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 oh I see, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. Yep, I am. Uh, I am the one that needs to get dialed in here. My bad. Yeah, dial in, Keish. I I got I gotta get dialed in. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's still decent season from Big Ben, 33 touchdowns. Almost four thousand yards right. probably would have hit that. If That's played. not. I just meant like if if, we, if they don't throw a bunch, if he if he's just mediocre, I don't I don't yep. think this is close. I mean, Miles Garrett said he's still yep. having trouble getting like back to full health from like he's their biggest different difference maker on defense, and he says his lungs aren't like working great since yep. he had COVID. So like, See, 
Oh, good. I'm just like this is this is the easiest like this is like the easiest game to pick out of all of them. I think uh, for me personally, like it looks and feels like the steel. Like I, I would guess thirty-one to to seven. I, I just don't see anything else happening. Yep. Um. Also, like one thing to to note, I am excited for the Browns and their playoff future. I just don't think it'll be this year that they go it. Uh, you are missing two key players in the secondary that they've been missing all year, and Greedy Williams and Grant Delpit, who got hurt early in training camp. Two LSU guys, LSU's DBU. We you know we know that we know that. Uh, and wide receiver, you at this point. Um, that's neither here nor there. So I think next couple years, Browns team to watch for this year. I think it's a one and done, unfortunately, but it's a step in the right direction. Baker Mayfield is showing that, you know, he was the right pick in that draft. So, so you just love to see that. Baker's hot. hot. That's all I'm going to say. And if he really, really, really wants to give Cleveland something here. So um, since everyone's picking Steelers, I'll go, I'll pick Cleveland. Uh, I think I, I, I've been saying Steelers are going to be one and done in the playoffs all season. And, you know, if this is the game, they're, this is who they're facing. So I'm going to pick the other team. I think Cleveland, you know, they're going to want it more. Um, you know, the, the rivalry kind of heats it up a little bit. And I think Baker just was a little sickle mode. And uh, <laughs> people pe- people make some big plays on that team. Um, so I'll, I'll take you know Cleveland. So cringe. 24 to, to 18. Okay. It was so cringe when Baker like jumped up and like did like the first down thing, like was all hyped, and I was like, eh, "You're not even playing the best players on that Steelers defense." It was just so cringe to me. Yeah, like I yeah, mean, I guess I... you made the playoffs, but like it's so like like if I'm it's if small... I'm a Steeler on the sideline, I'm like like you're not even playing against our best. You're playing our B team, and you're barely beating us. Just the momentum, and they're they're getting hype, and they need to carry something into the into the playoffs in Cleveland. You know, there's their history of no playoffs, so. Gotta get excited for something, and you're the captain. Oh, of the and team. You gotta, what a history that is! Gotta lead them. No, like I get it. Like I get why you're happy. You made the playoffs. That's 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 goal number one of the season. But like it just like from outside looking, it's cringe. Cleveland's also different than any team, professional sports, right? Like they're they are the worst team. But for them to make the playoffs after whatever eighteen years, I think it was something. Something, um, something like that. It was, uh, yeah, it was longest, like early two thousands. Longest drought by a, a, a by a lot in professional sports. So, um, so it is a big deal, and I think they deserve uh, a little a little leeway. So we'll see. Um, in, in, what about you? What do you got for the score? I think we're gonna have a Browns win, sixteen to thirteen. Pretty I think. I think the Browns. I think the Browns just want it more. I'm gonna be honest. I think they're gonna want it a lot okay. more. All right. I oh you know what I have a I have a question for you guys. Um Odell Beckham went from being an elite receiver um you know to to essentially just disappearing in Cleveland where where I thought he was going to be great and it turns out this team is succeeding in spite of him being on the roster not because of him being on the roster. Do you think if the Browns make a playoff push this year that uh they um uh, that they ship out Odell uh, uh personally I, no i think no, they should i think they should i think they should, I think they should as well but i don't think they Odell will to the patriots okay well <laughs> that's enough of that conversation that that's another episode talk we're gonna be talking postseason we'll do those who who's gonna get out oh yeah everything 
No, I, I'm not saying it because of that. I just don't want to hear your Patriots stupidity. Yeah, that's a good point. That should be could be saved for another episode. Um, Brady, can we Thank move on you. to the next topic, please? I'm excited for this one. That that uh that wraps up our prediction segment there. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> we have the winner of the fantasy football case and punt inaugural fantasy football league in the room right now. It was it's one of us won. Uh, not inaugural. I meant to say um annual, not inaugural. I'm a little <laughs> it's tight. Um, <laughs> uh yeah, annual. Um I finished fifth. Ryan, who uh, I don't know who the other people were. Aiden second, Ryan third, which means the winner champion of Keyshan. Let's go. Um, yeah. So I, uh, Brady, you finished fifth, by the way. Not did you say fifth or sixth? Yeah, I won the fifth yeah. place. Yes. So Brady finished fifth. So that means all four of us finished in the top five. Um, and shout out to Joel for finishing in third or fourth, I guess. You know, taking away the uh, fourth. Yeah. Taking away the uh, the sweep. But um, I uh, I wrote this into the script for today that I'm going to have a little bit of a winner's circle. So I'm just going to talk about my fantasy team because nobody else wants to hear about this. So uh, buckle in. The three of you can put your uh, put yourselves on death in. Um, so I, <laughs> Ryan just straight up left. Um, Ryan, that was funny. Um, so I played uh, one through the gauntlet. I beat, uh, I beat Brady in week 13 to make playoffs. Um, and it was, it came down to the wire. Won it, won it. Brady had off to Brady got off to a great start in that one too. With uh, uh, what's his face, Darren Waller, just you know becoming the best player in in the NFL, thirty eight points that week. But you know, still somehow clutched it out. Didn't have to play my quarterback and wide receiver, and I pulled them just to you know ensure uh, the dub. Uh, and shout out to Herbert for getting four points that week after being a stud all year. So that was just uh, just fantastic for me. Come week fourteen, week one of the playoffs. I get our dear friend Scott. Um, early on in the season, I made a trade with him to get Josh Jacobs, and I believe it was Adrian Peterson. Maybe it was somebody that's like not on my roster anymore. Um, and I gave up Miles Sanders and Terry McLaurin, um, and that ended up being one of the biggest factors in this because he sat Miles Sanders, who got twenty-seven points, which was. Uh, uh, 23 more points than Todd Gurley got. Uh, so he plays him, he wins. And then he also played Terry McLaurin, who only put up 3.5, or 3.4, excuse me. So that's a um, big W of a trade. So I'm on to the semifinals. I get uh, the number one seed. Thanks for interrupting me. I get the number one seed. I get Joel. Uh, we actually have breaking news coming in uh, from Brady on the Trevor watch. Uh, Brady, what, what can you tell us about the Trevor watch? That's horribly done. Um, it's supposed to be Aiden. <laughs> That's, hey, Brady, that's... About, about that Trevor watch. <laughs> you do the Trevor watch. This is your segment. Yeah, you're the anchor. <laughs> Brady, what's up with the uh, Trevor watch? Okay. Right, yeah, we're moving on. Uh, he's going to the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keish, back to you. All right, you want to play the music one more time? No, no, you're good. Okay. Uh, am I going to get interrupted here? No, no it's I just a joke. It's banter. Tell us no, about I know, your fantasy I know. win. I know. I'm still going. So semifinals. No I'm CMC. I'm playing. Oh, oh, oh! Don't worry, don't worry. We'll get there. I'm still, I'm still, I'm just cooking. Um, 
we get uh, Patrick Mahomes in the in the in the semifinals, and obviously, I am deathly afraid of Patrick Mahomes in fantasy football. The guy is a stud. Uh, this guy's roster is deep all the way through. He's got Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift, Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, and uh, I, uh, I I had Josh Allen show up for me with forty three points. Stefan Diggs twenty points. Josh Jacobs eighteen point nine. Corey Davis nineteen. Travis Kelsey eighteen. That's pedestrian for him. Um, and uh, so we we go on, we win that week. And then week 16, this is the biggest matchup of my lifetime. My first ever fantasy football championship on the line against the veteran fantasy football player, Aiden. He gets off to a hot start in a span of a minute. Four of his guys got touchdowns, including David Montgomery, Hayden Hurst, Dalvin Cook, and Kareem Hunt. Deontay Johnson put up a big week. I was down 70 points. 70 points going into Monday Night Football with Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs left to play. Josh Allen, 39.5. Stefan Diggs, 37. You can do the math. That adds up to over 70, 76 to be exact, but 0.5. And uh, I ended up clutching up the dub, come from behind victory, had a first-round pick this year using on McCaffrey. He didn't play. So I uh, did this entire year without a without a first-round pick. So maybe next year I can... Uh, you know, assert my dominance with a first round pick in our keeper league, which we'll probably do next year. Um, really quick, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, studs for me all year. Mike Davis, Josh Jacobs didn't show up for me. And then Travis Kelsey has been my MVP. Uh, all season, Travis Kelsey has been my MVP. So uh, shout out to the good Christian boys named after our guy that just rode pine the entire season. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's my uh, my fantasy wrap up. Shout out to me. Congrats. Thanks, man. Sorry, Aiden. One hour later. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, I was, I was buzzing. I was talking pretty quick. I think so. You know, most people are gonna skip through that, anyways. Yes, I will. Yeah. Thanks, Brady. Remember when you yeah, said? No, remember when you said uh, you loved me at the very beginning of the pod? I changed my mind. <laughs> Come kiss me. Uh, congratulations on your win. Um, Thank you, Aiden. I, 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 I called it, but I'm still happy for you. I, yes, I appreciate it. Congratulations. Also, you earned it. I am a little bit of a fraud. I will say that because Brady sonked his way right out of the playoffs. He uh, accidentally started Nathan Peterman. Long story. Did we talk about this on the pod already? Have to. Uh, I don't know if we did, but um, I, was but to be, Brady... I was trying to be. I was trying to be funny. It didn't work, and I I lost. That, that's oh, that's it was funny. Story. Yeah, and then he no, you would have won, and then you would have beat Keish, and then and you probably would have won in the finals. Yeah, he would have so won every single week if he had played his lineup. So. You know, I, I, I hate to say it, there is a little bit of an asterisk, but uh, I did the exact Let's same thing. I had, I, had an, I had an empty lineup, but I was a responsible manager and put in all my players right at 1 o'clock. I messed up, and I looked at it at 101. Such <laughs> <laughs> uh, is life. Well, it's the 4 o'clock, right? Like, some of them start the four at 4.05, some of them start at 4.25, and some of them start that's at 4.15. Yeah, that's the one that messed me up. Yeah. So, so it's, uh, well, it's unfortunate, but... But Brady, we'll uh, I'll see you in the finals next year. Oh yeah. Well, we got we got yeah. hockey and basketball right now going on. So I'm currently uh, doing yeah. really well in both. So uh Oh speaking of hockey, we got a banger yeah. of an episode that we're recording this week and that should be out next week. I'm excited for that one. Big hockey, big hockey uh pod coming up. So get ready for guests that. coming on the coming on the pod. Guests. One of them is a returning guest. Returning it's guest. not Brianne Jenner, so that should narrow it down. Also it's not Caleb because you know. We've uh, cut ties know. with Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's no longer statement. associated with this podcast. Yeah. 
I wonder if he still listens to these. This is gonna be this is gonna be a check if he still listens. I think anyone does. Just Harry and Tomlin, I think. And Noel. Shout out to Noel. Noel. And Noel, yep. Shout out to Noel. All right. Well, I think that does. My dad was the one, and that was it. He couldn't (laughs) couldn't make it through another one. Other than my dad. (laughs) Fair. Uh, I think that just about does it for from us in the uh, online studio. Thanks for tuning in. Um, hopefully, we see some awesome games this this wildcard weekend, and we'll see who is the the most correct and goes six and zero. Probably me, but who knows? Probably you. Definitely not. Um, maybe I'll wager a dollar on each game, and then I'll make some real big bucks. Maybe like <laughs> bucks. Better than Kawa um, betting thirty two cents on an eighteen team parlay to get a forty dollar or forty cent payout. It's just there's no point then. Yep, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> how could it only pay out 40 cents that's incredible because he, he bets like 4 cents takes all the favorites and then goes boys these are locks and then doesn't win anything <laughs> why <laughs> why like why what's the we'll point ask, we'll ask him next time he's on <laughs> it's like it's like when someone who's addicted to gambling is like weaning themselves off yeah. <laughs> still love yeah, you get the fix anyways um enjoy football enjoy enjoy basketball and hockey's coming back now what a time to be in the sports industry um from all of us here at case and punt may your punts be high and down inside the 10 all right boys and girls let's go bucks no no